Welcome to On the Road to No Place Left. This is Feeney, and I'm driving as we learn to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard. This is a throwback episode to Season 4, where we tackled all questions related to simple churches that can start among lost people for zero dollars. When we look at the ministry of Jesus and Paul, we see some specific patterns emerge. They go engage lost people, they share the good news with them, they disciple those that believe, they gather those believers, and all the while they raise up leaders to continue that same work. What does it look like to start walking that path today? A friend of mine shared these stories that are happening at a college campus in Utah. Let's jump in. Welcome to Passion for Christ. This is Russ, your host, and today we're going to be talking with three friends of mine. I'm here with Dylan, I'm with Eric, and I am with uh, Tyler, and so we're going to be talking all about what God is doing on the campus at Weber State University. This is a network of house churches that have been going on here in the Ogden area, Salt Lake area, outreach evangelism. Tyler Brown came here to Utah Back about how many years ago was it, uh, Tyler, that you first moved to Utah? It was almost five years ago now. About five years ago. And you guys have been sharing the gospel, praying with people. Uh, The Lord has allowed you guys to do all kinds of outreach and evangelism, discipleship. It's been so exciting, so many things to share. We're just going to be just touching on some of the things today on this broadcast. But let's let's say this ministry at Weber State, how did this whole chapter of your ministry come about? Yeah, so thanks, Russ, for this opportunity. We're just delighted to come on and share some of what we're seeing God do. And um, At Weber State University, we probably started real intentionally about a month ago. So I was at uh, like a training. We do some disciple-making training and um, things like that. And Dylan was there, and Dylan was sharing some vision, um, and he took us to Acts chapter 19. And in Acts chapter 19, we meet uh, Paul, and Paul is coming into Ephesus, and um, he finds some disciples, and they're filled with the Holy Spirit, and they begin to engage in the synagogue for three months. Um, Then they get some opposition, and so they turn to the hall of Tyrannus, and it says for in Acts chapter 19, uh, verse 10, that they were engaging daily at the hall of Tyrannus for two years so that all the residents of Asia heard the word of the Lord. Um, and so I was reading that passage as Dylan was cast in vision, um, really for Utah. We want to see all of Utah hear the word of the Lord. And I was thinking, um, is there something like a hall of Tyrannus? Uh, for us to engage um, on a regular basis. And uh, Weber State University just came to my mind, uh, primarily because we were just there the day before, and we saw a guy profess faith right on the middle of the campus. We were there uh, praying for him, and um, he said he wanted to start following Jesus. And I was thinking, man, is there more people like that at Weber State University ready uh, to receive the gospel, and can we go and engage? And I also knew that Saturday that my friend Eric 
who's with us here too. And, um, and his, he was engaging with his buddy too on campus. Um, pretty regularly, they had been going there for probably this was their fifth time on Saturdays and talking to students. And, uh, they were just passing out granola bars and, uh, sharing the good news with students. And so I knew he was there at campus, um, that day. And so I actually left the training, um, and went and met Eric and his buddy, uh, and I started reading Acts chapter 19 to them. And I said, you guys, is it possible that Weber State University could be like a hall of Tyrannus right. uh, for us? And when I read that, Eric was just like, yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. And it, he just felt like he needed to, uh, from the Lord, start going to Weber State every right. day and sharing the gospel yeah. with students. And, and when he said he felt he needed to go every day, I was thinking I need to join them and I need to start going every day. And so we've been going every day to Weber State almost every day um, for the last month or so. And we've seen the Lord do uh, some pretty amazing things. So Eric, let me ask you this question. Um, What you have in front of you is a little gospel pamphlet and it says, am I going to heaven? And, uh, or are you going to heaven? It says, and so would you want to share with us a little bit about that track and, and what's, what's in it and, and what you do when you go there, because there might be other people that would want to join you, you know, and and what what kind of encouragement would you give uh, when you're talking to somebody? Like, how do you go about that? Is it is it kind of scary? You know, do you feel like the butterflies? Like, what am I going to do if somebody says, no, I don't want your dumb granola bar, you know, and, you know, is it kind of hard sometimes or... Or how, how do you how do you just trust the Lord with all that and mm-hmm. hand him that track and maybe tell us a little bit about what, what that track is all about? Okay, yeah, good questions. Um, you, you flip it open, the front says, "Are you going to heaven?" You flip it open, and it uh, it has this little checklist. It's a really skimmable tract uh, visually. It has this little checklist, and you can check what you feel. It says, "Check below what you feel is the best basis for reaching heaven," and, and it has all these different things on it, uh, keeping the Ten Commandments. Um, good works, different things, fasting, prayers, and um, it uh, shares different. So you can check the ones you're interested, uh, you think are the right answer. And then you can go and uh, in the rest of the tract, it's got like, actually, here's a Bible verse uh, to check out on that. Um, It it shows that really, uh, ultimately, it leads to showing you that the only um, thing that can get us to heaven is just... um, what Jesus has already done for us, his right. completed work on the cross, right. and right. Uh, uh, leads people to um, accept that gift from Jesus, right? From God. And I remember when I went with you guys last week; it was just encouraging because you know the three of us just went, and it wasn't stressful. We just kind of just took turns, kind of as the Lord was leading, you know, and went up to this person, went up to that person, and just said, hey, can I, can I offer you a, a granola bar and, and here's something to read about the big questions of life, like, are you going to heaven? And um, it was just a great time. It was really encouraging. So uh, I want to ask Dylan if he would maybe share, do you have one experience with somebody that jumps out in your mind of someone that you talked with over at Weber State and maybe, or maybe, maybe it was downtown Ogden or something like that, um, but just give us an example of of an encounter with somebody and how the Lord was moving. And of course the Lord's all always moving. We don't necessarily have to have somebody, you know, come to Christ on that, on the spot or, or like you guys have been able to baptize some people that have trusted in Christ. And that's awesome too. But just what comes to your mind, Dylan, as you, um, as you uh, think about what God has done in terms of, you know, the interactions with people. 
Yeah, definitely. I can share the story. I think that involves all three of us, and it, it's with two guys. One of them, we met downtown Ogden, 25th Street, uh, maybe a month or so back. We were just in the, the Beehive store, whatever you call it, yeah. and we were just shopping for bars of soap, just kind of looking around, and this guy was there, and we just started engaging him, talking to him, nothing too crazy, and he just kind of opened up to us that he just got out of prison, and he struggles with like hearing thoughts, like voices that like that are always like saying mean things to him, crazy. Yeah. But we ended up sharing the gospel with him in that store and then praying for him. And then we didn't see him for a couple of weeks or so until Easter Sunday. And we were trying to connect with him, but it really wasn't happening. So then Tyler saw him chasing a dog down the street, crazy, yeah. and just stopped and helped him get the dog. And and then invited him into a Bible study that Sunday. So it was Easter Sunday. We did a Bible study with him. And he really just received it. We did it about Mark 4, the demoniac. Just did a discovery Bible study with him. And then just invited him into another Bible study. Like the next day and then the next day. So we were just getting into the word with him. And he actually repented and put his faith in Jesus at some point in that time frame. So then I'll stop with him. One of the first times we were up at Weber State uh, University engaging the students, we met this um, this student that had just moved here from Ghana. Um, and three hours before we met him, he said he was praying and asking God to connect him uh, with the church again, because he'd started following Jesus uh, several years ago in Ghana, but he'd left the church. And now that he's getting back into his studies, he wanted to get back into relationship with Christ and a community of people too. And so he was praying and then he was walking across campus and he met me and Eric. Uh, we handed him a granola bar, got into a really good conversation with him and told him we were starting a Bible study uh, the next day that he could be a part of. Uh, he said, absolutely. So he came. We started doing Bible studies with him. Um, he actually, uh, in one of our Bible studies, said that he uh, felt like the Lord was telling him it was time for him to get baptized. And so then we also read in Acts 8 that he got baptized in the, the river. So we cast, kind of cast some vision for them. And then all it was me, Tyler, and then them two and some other people ended up going to the river like wow. Ogden River, I think it was Lauren Park. And then as we were going past that skate park over there, there's a bunch of people. So uh, Tyler and another guy, Sam, was with us, and we started sharing the gospel with the people at the skate park and then inviting them to, to come and watch the baptism. So then we just went down to the river, and there's a crowd that formed over the bridge. So We ended up uh, baptizing him and another guy as well that same day at the river and then we started doing bible studies with um with our with our friends uh we ended up doing some on campus uh we ended up doing some at coffee shops uh downtown in ogden um and through our friend from ghana we started meeting other people as well um he's kind of like what the bible would call i think a person of peace uh, where if you think about in Luke chapter 10, Jesus sends his disciples out two by two, and he says, go into all the villages and uh, proclaim the kingdom. And when you find a house and your peace rests on that house, stay with that one. And um, our, the peace of God rested on this brother, and through him now we've been able to meet several of other folks. Another uh, friend of his from Ghana who's a student at Weber State University, and 
another friend that's moving from Ghana as well. He was like, I'm going to introduce um, her to these Bible studies and to you guys. And we're just seeing a little group, a little community form um, through this brother. And uh, even after the orientation for summer classes here with some of the international students, we started meeting people from the Philippines and from Kuwait and from other parts of Africa. And now we're starting to develop friendships and relationships with some of these international students on campus and um, starting a little uh, Bible study and uh, seeing a little group form through that. And so this is just amazing. I think we're probably going to see some more baptisms um, through this group and um, as as we continue to roll out there at Weber State University. Super. Super. Praise God. And Eric's going to share with uh, with us some, some things that's on his heart. Yeah, so one time at Weber State, it was really cool. Me and Tyler went over there, and we were, we walked up, got onto campus to the area where we start to encounter people. <clears throat> and before we really were quite starting to talk to people, uh, we were kind of talking with each other before we got started, and somebody actually walked up and started a conversation with us. And it was, yeah, it was, uh, all three of us felt it was a, what's the phrase, divine appointment. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was super cool. Um, she asked what we were, ended up asking what we were doing there. And we, we told her and she told us about her like faith background. And I, I had the opportunity to share the gospel with her. And, um, I mentioned how I'd been reading in Romans about a free gift, um, of like forgiveness, um, based on what Jesus has done. And we asked her if she'd want to receive that free gift. And she said, yes, I was super excited. Wow. Uh, so we got to pray with her. That was, I guess you'd say the first time that somebody has said yes to that question right. when, when I was out. You know, It happens, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. yeah. It, it was super awesome. Um, and then we, we ended up giving her a Bible, uh, ended up inviting her to these Bible studies, like Tyler was saying, have been forming. Um, there's a Bible study that's formed in my house kind of a, a new thing for me and my wife to host Bible studies. Um, and yeah, it's just been super encouraging. She, I guess we gave her the Bible, but we didn't like encourage her to read it. And it was, it was cool. Cause she mentioned to us that she has began reading it and uh, Great. yeah, it was super cool. Yeah. I'll just share a story. It was one of the first people we met way back in like January. It's one of the first times we were really going out to Weaver state <clears throat> and we just met her uh over at the shepherd union just a young lady just having lunch and me and tyler just started talking with her and sat down and just uh sharing the hope we have in jesus and the peace we have the the assurance of faith we have in jesus and just sharing some of those things and just praying for her and well I, we didn't get like, contact information or anything so then like the next three or four months after that i was just praying for her i'm not the lord just kept putting her on my mind so i just kept praying for her and praying for her uh, like three or four months and then just like last week or the week before i found out that one of my friends another missionary here actually was meeting with her and started discipling her and she started getting community and fellowship uh, at a church out here and then she actually ended up coming over to dinner like two weeks ago with like me and my friend so we were able to just meet with her and it's cool just to share that with her that, that like I've i've been praying for you for months now and just seeing God just answer those prayers. And I didn't even know like God was working right. until, I, until I talked to her again. So I, that just shows the power of prayer, how we should always be praying 
for people and we share with a lot of people we share the gospel with a lot of people and we don't always see the fruit right away but god is working and many of the people we talk to and many of them may actually be following the lord now and that's just one example of that right that one sows the seed one waters and others will see the harvest that's right absolutely tyler and would you kind of just you know continue that thought about how some people plant the seeds some people water the seeds there's different areas of ministry that people can be in what are some of these types of um, layers of ministry that you see people being able to be involved in yeah so ministry? One of the first, you know, weeks we started engaging over at Weber State University, this prayer just came to life for us because we saw that the harvest was plentiful. Um, and Jesus says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And so pray to the Lord of the harvest uh, that he would send forth laborers into the fields to uh, gather um, the harvest. So anyway, we started praying for laborers and um, what I found was that there's all kinds of different laborers that are needed for this harvest. Yeah. Uh, some are on the front lines, um, really like um, going out on a daily basis and engaging students in fresh spiritual conversations, sometimes hard conversations, and um, but also other times really good conversations. And um, some people are ready to um, to host people over at their house. We see right. some of these stories that we're, um, talking about. Some of these people have just been going over to, uh, our friends' homes and, um, some of these home churches are hosting and providing barbecues and dinners and relationship and fellowship and discipleship and, uh, others are, uh, praying and others are resourcing even financially. Pay, like paying for the granola bars and uh, literature that we're passing out. And and all of us are kind of uniting um, together towards fulfilling this great commission that Jesus has given us to go and make disciples. And some of us have different roles and uh, some of us have different giftings and some are um, even more like specialized and um, have a real sharp gift in um, helping people walk through like apologetics and and, and philosophical questions. And, and, and th- those are our friends that we can connect connect with when we met when we met a philosophy professor um, over at Weber State just a couple of days ago and and we were able to say hey we got a friend we can connect you with and he can follow up on discipleship uh, with some of that and so just seeing the body of Christ um, from all kinds of different churches getting involved all kinds of different laborers getting involved all kinds of different ways we can partner together and um, and come out I think if if you want to come out on the front lines with us um, come out that um, that's, that's great. <laughs> and you'll get a firsthand look at kind of what God's doing there. And it'll encourage you as you continue to labor in the ways that, that God's calling you to as well. That's right. That's right. Well, we really appreciate, you know, I remember when you guys first got here, I, I've said this before to you. I remember when you distinctly came into the, came to the blue house, you and your wife and your firstborn and just, just walk in the door and you guys were just all here to to see what God was going to do, and it's been such a blessing for so many reasons. So you guys have been such that example of servant leadership, you know, and it's just been a blessing. And it's so great to have Dylan and Eric here, and and so many more people. And I'm I'm so excited that this is happening, you know. I mean, because the Lord put Weber State on on my heart a long time ago, back in 2006, when the Lord allowed us to get the Blue House. And there's been times when I've wondered, you know, how's the house going to be used for sure? You know, how's it? And then, then all you guys show up, you know, and 
and everything. And so a lot of great things are happening and just a real privilege to work with you. Um, let me, let me ask, um, either, um, Eric or Dylan, would you want to give like maybe, uh, one more example of somebody that you've talked with or maybe a, um, a, a quick, a quick, uh, word of advice when talking to people? Yeah. So a lot of time I, I don't use gospel tracks. I love gospel tracks, but I think the biggest thing is just going around and I just ask people if I can pray for them. And it's just like out of the blue and like people just don't get that. But a lot of times people will just open up and like, right. yeah, I'm, this has happened. That's going on. Yeah. Pray for me. And that just opens the door for a spiritual conversation. And especially here in Utah, uh, when we pray, it's powerful because we have that relationship with the living God. Okay, there was a cool story just yesterday. Me and Tyler, um, we were we went on to Weber State looking to share the gospel, and it was kind of cool. Um, before I went out, I asked my wife to pray for me to have wisdom, um, and I actually was kind of praying for wisdom on whether I should even go out that day. I was kind of tired. Um, felt like there was other things I should get done, but um, ended up going. And my wife included this. Uh, detail of look to be in the shade. She thought maybe it was just because it was a sunny day, but she she wasn't sure what that meant. Anyways, so we get to Weber State, and right when we get to the part where we could place on campus where we could actually encounter students, um, Tyler looks at me and he's like, "Oh, there's somebody in the shade. Let's ah. let's go talk to her." Yeah. So we go up and we talk to this gal, and she was just super receptive to the to us the gospel thought the granola bar was awesome um and uh she you know we shared what we were there doing and she um shared about her faith background and um we we, we mentioned i mentioned that there's a bible study group starting in my house and invited her to come to that and she asked where we go to church um Tyler shared about the house church network that he's a part of. And and I mentioned to her that I go to true North community church, which is out in West Haven, Utah. And, uh, she, like everything we said, she's like, that sounds really good. Actually. Um, talked, you know, she mentioned, um, what her faith background was like. And I have a, that shared kind of same faith background. Um, the, the faith that's big here in Utah and, uh, shared how it's, it's kind of different, how, how I feel about my walk with Christ now, where I'm at now. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a super encouraging conversation. And at the, well, she accepted a, a new Testament from us that Tyler had with him. And, um, at the end of the conversation, I said, well, I hope we see you again. And she said, I think you will. So Look at that. Yeah, praise that's God. Real. Praise God, man. That's awesome. Hey, let's go over to Tyler. He's going to share some stories about what's been happening too. Yeah, I think just going off of that and seeing how the Lord really um, showed us how Weber State University could uh, be like a hall of Tyrannus where we would go up and engage daily with the gospel. And um, by the way, that's not just us. So there's a whole team of people um, that are engaging at Weber State University and um, it's really cool to be able to unite um, with many laborers on campus and uh, different clubs and um, even different uh, teammates that are going out and passing out granola bars on different days when we're not there and stuff like that too. And so just a whole squad of people um, engaging at Weber State on a daily basis. And, and, and in Acts 19, it says, you know, this Hall of Tyrannus wrung out 
um, to all of Asia. And I just started seeing that uh, probably a couple of weeks in to our daily engagement there. I saw like this story that Eric just shared where uh, this girl is going to go be a part of this Bible study that the Lord started in, in his home. Um, and then we met a couple of our teammates were out on campus just last week and met a guy from the Congo. And, uh, there's a, a lady in one of our house churches in Salt Lake that's from the Congo. And by the way, this guy lives in Salt Lake. And so we were able to just make that connection. And now, um, he's, uh, going to be able to start discipleship with her down in Salt Lake. And so, uh, from Weber State University all the way down to um, fueling the work in Salt Lake and uh, fueling the work in Eric's home. And um, we met another girl who uh, we got connected with um, through some mutual friends. She's a student at Weber State University just a couple of weeks ago, and she uh, was struggling with some some things and just needed some community. She's a Christian lady, and uh, we connected her with another lady in one of our house churches, and she just began discipling her. In fact, she uh, actually may have just let her let her into the kingdom uh, recently, and um, she moved into her house for a few nights and stayed there. And so, uh, and that house church is in Layton, and so, um, and now even through her, her boyfriend um, is saying that he wants to follow Jesus too. And so, uh, from Weber to Layton to Salt Lake to um, uh, where do you live? Yeah, Clearfield or something. <laughs> um, right. uh, just all these cities and all these groups and all these home churches and all these Bible studies and all these discipleship things. Even one on campus through our friend from Ghana who through him now um, there's a group there. And so it's not only that we're engaging daily in evangelism at uh, Weber State, but it's actually turning into discipleship and it's ringing out and these groups are starting and these Bible studies are starting and they're multiplying even uh, some of these stories got out to a pastor up in Logan. Um, Logan, by the way, is the number two least reached city in the entire U.S. Um, and we've been praying for that city for years. And he heard, he just came over to my house and me, Dylan and Eric shared some of these stories with him. And he was like, yes, we want to do that at Utah State University. And so not only from at Weber to all these cities, but from campus to campus now. And he, we're going up in just two weeks to do a training at their church and help them engage at Utah State University. And so the gospel really is ringing out. Uh, from this Hall of Tyrannus type of place to all of Utah. And I believe there's going to be other Hall of Tyrannuses here. I believe there's going to be other hot spots. And these things are just going to continue to multiply. And we're going to see the <laughs> the gospel ring out all across Utah. Right on. Amen. Yeah, one thing that's coming to mind for me to share. So, you know, hanging out with these guys, I've been able to share in different settings like downtown Ogden or downtown Salt Lake. Um, One thing that I thought was kind of cool with the campus outreach efforts we've been a part of is as opposed to those other places, we find uh, that we've been able to see the same person, these students multiple times in some cases. So there's one gal who comes to mind. We've seen her like on three different days and I'd say she's kind of becoming our friend. Um, And that's really cool. So, I think that the Lord has kind of pointed out to me that it's good with the campus outreach in particular to have a focus on kind of connecting with them, showing interest in what they're interested in, like what they're studying and and how that's also a point of interest to you, stuff like that. Right, um, right. Just building some relationships. Yeah, kind of a relational approach, showing you care about them and are interested Absolutely. in them. Absolutely, having that sincere interest in people is just so powerful, especially in today's world, you know, where 
people are sometimes just a number or something like that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I went up with uh, you guys about a week ago, I remember seeing a couple uh, college students walking down the hill, and I just walked up to them. I just felt like I needed to go talk to them. And and this one person in particular um, had a like a what looked like a satanic kind of a a medallion on and some makeup and things that um and even some piercings and things and just some things that would allude to a kind of a leaning towards something not really like close even close to christian it looked something something else we'll just say like maybe something along the lines of maybe uh uh well a pagan kind of a way or or something along those lines maybe even following um a real dark dark uh path of life you know and but the lord just gave me like a, a an ability to look past all that like i didn't it somehow it didn't freak me out it didn't make me think lowly of of her you know and i just started sharing a little bit about you know where do you think you're you're going to go when when we when we die and she said she didn't know, and she she's trying to figure that out. And I just try to encourage her with the little gospel track that Eric um, has shared about um, in podcasts in the past. You know, are you going to heaven? And and just invited her to a a study, a get together with Rocio Christie at Grounds for Coffee at ten in the morning on Harrison. And um, and I said, you know, I don't mean to take up your time. And and she said, no, it's okay. So here I am, you know, just talking to these two college girls and and God is working you know and he's he's allowing this this uh, gospel message that we as Christians we we know that's true but sometimes we just forget that people need it so bad that people can go into a Christless eternity and they'll go they'll go apart from Christ and they'll be torment and they'll be dealing with their sin you know without the forgiveness of Christ and that's just uh, so tragic, you know, and so we're just trying to do this great commission. We're trying to go into all the world, you know, and teach others. And we're trying to do this whole thing about baptizing. It's like, you know, baptisms, they don't have to be just for pastors. Pastors is great if you're doing baptisms, but that was, I think, for other Christians too. So, so, but man, when you when you build that kind of relationship with somebody, you help them get involved in in a, in, a, in a local church after they become after they become saved. That's powerful. That's amazing. So, yeah, I think all of this is uh, rooted in prayer and fasting. Um, we just saw the Lord lead us to start a group uh, a couple months ago um, that just meets uh, on Tuesday mornings and we pray and we fast and we it really that's like the boiling room for all the ministry that we're seeing, all the fruit that we're seeing. It's just grounded literally in this underground studio in downtown Ogden where we're praying and fasting and fueling the work. So that's my challenge to you. Uh, Posture yourself in a place of prayer and fasting, abiding in Jesus. He's going to lead you uh, to where he wants you. All right. And with that, we have to sign off. Thanks for joining us here on Passion for Christ. You've been listening to the Truth Network here on KUTR. See you again, Lord willing, next week. You can get in touch with Tyler and the guys by visiting ontheroad.link. That's ontheroad.link. You can also drop a comment or ask a question at that same URL. Another way to get in touch is to call or text 321-209-3899. This is Feeney. Thanks for listening. 
The On the Road Podcast is The On the Road Podcast is to encourage you. The On the Road Podcast is to encourage you to share the gospel, make disciples, and reproduce leaders and churches until there is no place left where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard.